Good morning, everybody. Welcome back. Run Your Mouth Podcast. We're actually uh, running close to our normal time. I woke up early. I got after the news, and there's not a whole lot going on today. I mean, we still might go to war with Russia. COVID's still coming to an end. Canada isn't free. And uh, we could basically call it an episode right there. If there's ever been an episode, I wanted to give you guys an opportunity to catch up on all the content that you've missed because I've been hearing from a lot of you where you're like, I don't have enough time to consume everything that you're putting out. And I'm considering leaving my jobs that I can catch up on uh, Run Your Mouth. And I appreciate that some of you are willing to support this show on that level that you will leave your job, stock up on yokratum.com so that you have something to do while you're at home. You got a whole kilo. It's only $60 that you're going to put your dick in a sheath hole so that it feels nice and warm and cozy. And, uh, but I decided to help you guys out here. Uh, use promo code RYM. You get 20% off those sheets. Uh, it's going to be a light day. It's going to be nice and easy. I'm going to take down the pace and I'm going to go extra slow so that I can fill time, even though there's no reason to fill time. I'm not on obligations of a network or other individuals that I have to go slow and waste your time. If anything, we can make this a five-minute episode. I could pick up the pace. I could go at three times the speed that I normally go at, and we could cover the whole thing. We can get out of here in a couple minutes. No, we're going to have a light and easy episode today where we change up the pace. We experiment with a calmer NPR-style broadcast with more insightful and heartfelt stories for calmer individuals so that as you go through your day, you can go, oh, doesn't it all just feel so nice? All right, let's get into uh, what's going on in uh, in Russia. We'll start with that. So uh, the sanctions are starting to pop off. Uh, and I'll just say off the bat, here's the issues with the sanctions. Uh, one, Russia might be immune. We've been sanctioning Russia for a bunch of years now. That's the problem with like half sanctions. You know, you you, you just give it like a little bit, little bit, little bit of sanctions, and then people get the practice at, at at like you. It's almost like they've they've had sanctioned vaccines where we didn't have a full vaccine, and so I, I that's probably not the best example. All I'm saying is we've been sanctioning Russia for a long time, uh, so I'm not really sure that it's going to work. Uh, and then we've also got the problem that the next level of sanctions is that we go, we won't even buy stuff that we need from you. Uh, our country is having issues with supply lines. We're having issues with inflation and, uh, people really want to be able to buy things at affordable prices, but you know what? We're, we're, even though it's going to harm us, we're not going to buy it from you. So I'm not sure that that's going to work. And then, uh, the biggest issue here is that punk friend, China, you know, has parents that won't respect the fact that we're trying to put Russia, Russia is supposed to be grounded, but China won't respect the fact that we've grounded Russia. And so they'll just keep trading with each other. So I'm not quite sure if this is going to work. I had, can someone hit me up? This one's important. All the time I say something that's not important. And then I tell you that you can email me at robsnewsroom at gmail.com. But this one's actually important. Someone was telling me that, uh, Biden has threatened as one of the sanctions, we're not going to pay back Russian debt, which seems to me like a bad idea. Defaulting on our debt as a sanction to Russia sounds to me like other people would be like, why am I lending money to America and why are we using this currency? So it seems to me like Biden's playing with fire, but who knows? Maybe maybe Biden's a genius and we just don't realize it. Uh, However, right off the bat, I believe this was from the New York Times, China criticized sanctions against Russia ineffective and warns of wider damage. And then here's a fun quote. 
The position of the Chinese government is that we believe that the sanctions have never been a fundamental and effective way to solve problems. And China always opposes any illegal unilateral sanctions. So if you remember yesterday, I was saying that part of the gamble is, will China take our side here? Will they let us punish Russia? Will they respect that we're grounding them? Uh, and not only that, they're calling our sanctions illegal. So uh, it doesn't seem like our sanctions are off to a great start. Next article. How a Russian invasion of Ukraine, the breadbasket of Europe, could hit supply chains. So as I said, you know, we're not, we're, we're kind of shooting ourselves in the foot here. We're going, hey, we're going to start spending more money on things that we need to show Russia a lesson. Uh, and apparently a lot of the food in Germany uh, is coming from Russia. And the problem with that is that when Germans get hungry, they start going, Jews, Jews, Jews. That's what happens when they get hungry. It, it comes from their stomachs. They start growling. So I'm not sure that we want the uh, Germans to be going unfed. And then, you know, what's going to happen when Africa's like, hey, can we also get some food? You know, we get a lot of our food from Russia. And then Americans go, hey, you know, we're cool with Russia. Can we just have some cheap gas? And then Biden's got to go, doesn't anyone care about my family's profits? We got to make money in natural gas. I'm going to live too much longer. And I need my kids to have money. So we're going to shut down Nord Stream because my prostate doesn't work. Uh, so I don't know that this sanctions are, well, who knows? Who knows how this is going to play out? Like I said, Biden could be the biggest genius of the whole thing. <clears throat> and now Ukraine is urging its citizens to uh, to get out of Russia. And wouldn't it be safer to be in Russia? Like who goes, hey, you got to come home for the bombing. We're about to get bombed. Everyone, make sure to get home. Get into your living rooms. They're about to bomb us. We're about to go to war. So don't be in the country that's probably, like I can't imagine the Russians are going to start grinding up the Ukrainians that are hanging out in Ukraine. That doesn't sound like a win for them. And then, of course, Trump's stepping in uh, to call Putin a genius. You know, and because I know a lot of you guys probably aren't going to download the Donald Trump Truth app. So I'll just tell you what he said. And it's basically, hey, Putin's taking free real estate. These people, they wanted to be independent. They like Russia. So Putin, that's what I heard. I talked to them. I talked to the people of these areas. They said, we like Russia. Okay. We like Putin. We want to join Putin. So Putin goes, okay, why not join with these people? They like me. I like them. We can be together. We can piss off Biden. Okay. And then, uh. Well, we're going to get us some, some oil to, to, the, to the Germans. Uh, so, and then the thing that, uh, that uh, Trump so respected about Putin is that not only did Putin go in and take this real estate, but he said that he was doing it for, for peacekeeping. And Donald Trump's like, you know, that's some veteran dictator shit right there. That right there. And then Putin's by Trump was even like, you know, I'm going to do that with the border next time. I'm going to send troops down there. We start killing people. Say it's for peace. This is a great move. I didn't think of this. All right. Like I said, we're flying through the topics today. Moving on. COVID news. COVID infections plummet 90% from U.S. pandemic high. States lift mask mandates. And uh, when will Fauci finally get on the news and go, uh, now, now things are very low. It, it's very low. That's always been our scientific barometer is that if the infections were very low, people could have their freedom. And now it's low. 
that's been the scientific. How many times have you heard him say, well, the infections are very high and as long as the infections are very low. So is he finally going to step forward and go, yes, infections are very low. Next story. Supreme Court ends Trump's effort to keep records from January 6th panel. Uh, So it seems like, you know, they're actually going to be able to look into everything that happened. So the next step in order to find out all the information today is they're just going to have to subpoena the toilets, uh, gather the plumber squad and uh, see what they can. And by the way, they're not going to get anything. Trump is not that well planned. It's going to be mostly conversations about lunch and him excited that people are listening to him and then them going into the state building. I don't think you're going to find anything that exciting. And yes, this next slide is out of order. It was supposed to come after the Fauci thing. What are you going to do? We're, we're more than halfway through this thing. This can be the quickest daily briefing yet. You guys are going to be like, man, I got so informed in just 15 minutes. So this was a quote from the CDC, Rochelle Walensky. The Walla Walla Chinsky lady. This is from that article I was quoting to you before. However, CDC Director Rochelle Walensky signaled last week that the public health agency will focus more on hospital emissions when issuing guidance on how to deal with the virus in the future. Uh, So the CDC basically is remaining committed to uh, something that didn't work. Remember that whole thing about hospitals being overrun? Uh, Never really happened. Well, Walla Walla Chinsky is like, we're uh, we're going to be committed to that barometer that never made sense and never came to, ter- for, to fruition. Uh, and we're kind of pot committed to two years of a failed strategy. So, you know, if we think hospitals are going to get overrun, even though it doesn't ever happen, uh, we're going to start masking your kids, even though there's no evidence that masking them does anything. But we just want to keep all options on the table uh, to make sure that things that never happen will continue to never happen. Uh, All right. Only a couple more stories to round out the day. Uh, U.S. ports are going to get $450 million to to speed the flow of goods and lower prices, uh, which I hope the $450 million just goes to some guy who's like, all right, we need things to go quicker. Or they get the guys, they they retrain like the people that work at the airports with those light things to just make the light things faster so people start moving faster, faster. There's no way more money is going to solve the problem at the ports unless this was like a straight up bribe where, you know, some mafia boss sat down with uh, with Pete Buttigieg and was like, you know, and make things uh, go a little bit quicker around here is if uh, you sent us four hundred fifty million dollars, you send me four hundred fifty million dollars. I don't know what accent I'm doing there, but there's so much profits in moving these goods. You're telling me that just $450 million was going to make the difference. These people otherwise couldn't invest in infrastructure. And so, of course, here's from the article, uh, quick way to make money. I'm telling you, here's the scam of the future. U.S. ports will have until May to apply for their grants, which will be awarded by the fall. And look about how much fraud there was in the PPP. Uh, and the port business is dirty as it is. So here's what I'm thinking. We'll start a company and uh, we'll call it Speedy Wheels. Keep it simple. The grant application is we're going to use new technology to put things that aren't currently on wheels on wheels. I bet if you go to the ports, I bet there's all sorts of things that could be on wheels and they're not currently on wheels. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to charge the government an incredible amount of money for this brand new technology of wheels. And then maybe we can even get like the giant because usually I, I always see the forks, the fork are coming on and they lift like the giant containers. Maybe we could even put those on wheels and then you can have a great moment in 10 years from now or some ship. Some captain is on a ship and everything's just rolling off the ship. The captain's like, who the fuck put everything on wheels? We're on a boat. The thing rocks. Why is everything on wheels? And then you can recharge the government to take all the wheels off of everything. 
And it, it, you probably don't even need to put wheels on anything. It's just the government grants. So I'm just saying you got to keep your eyes out for where the government's going to spend money for absolutely no reason and then never do another thing to see if it did anything. Uh, green energy is still, that's a staple. You want some of these government profits and you don't have to show results. Green energy space is definitely a winner. Uh, but making our ports work faster because apparently there aren't enough profits and them figuring out how to be more efficient. There's $450 million on the table. So get in your applications. Uh, and that's it. Like I said, a quick episode. Uh, I went to Twitter and I was like, uh, people at Twitter, you got anything you want me to address? Uh, Roscoe wanted to ask who doesn't like a quickie. And uh, I think everyone likes a quickie sometimes. But then other times, you know, it's inappropriate to be a quickie. You know, if it's like uh, for you, you take a vacation night out with your lady, you get a hotel room and you're done in 30 seconds. It's like, hey, what's going on here? But then hopefully you can rebound. But if it's like before you're going out and someone's like, hey, you better quick, then they like a quickie. So it's all context. You know, I don't think it's specific to the individual as much as it is specific to the timing. Uh, my friends over at the shed, they know that I follow politics more than they do. And they want to know how conflict will rough with Russia uh, could affect the shed. And the answer is, I, I think our drug supplies are good for the next three months. I don't think that this conflict is going to go unresolved longer than that. I think we mostly import uh, locally. I don't think a lot of our supplies are coming in from Russia. Um, you know, Mike Nice, he's a mailman and he backs the shed. Our financial backing comes from Mr. Nice. I don't think that we're going to be running out of... Uh, of mail to be delivered uh, around the country. Sid doesn't really work. So I don't think that's going to go affected. Uh, you're recently back from Florida. I don't think you're going to get deported from Florida over uh, what's going on in the shed. I, I like that. I just invented that tech runs the shed account, which I don't think he does. Um, and uh, if anything, you know, people, they might get depressed that they can't afford stuff. So they want to stay home more. And then uh, maybe this will be the boon to shed tunes because they need something to uplift their spirit. So now, now more than ever, uh, we need the shed people to put out more tunes. All right, let's take a couple comments. Uh, Rebel with the cause, letting us know that he just missed it. Um, but also wants to say, see you at Childerberg again. I will be at Childerberg again. Get your tickets. That's going to be a fun time. And uh, I hope to be hanging out for longer and doing more live podcasts and also running a ceremony. I do hope to uh, being be able to uh, run a ceremony. Michael, the middle, middle bitch coming in with what's up, COVID Jesus. Love these daily videos. And I love you, Michael, the middle bitch. You know, I, I hope you can uh, um, to uh, you can work your way up to front seat, bitch. All right. Now let's close out our episode, our quickest one yet, uh, with the dumbass of the day. And we'll start with uh, we had a runner up, which was this guy lost in doubles tennis. And let's play the video. So at first, he's like, yeah, you know what? We lost, but it's cool. We can shake hands. We can be diplomatic about this. And uh, then he realizes that he's still upset about the fact that he lost. Uh, it's not even a cool sport. It's not even regular tennis. It's double tennis. And he walks over, and he decides that he's going to break his racket on the uh, on the booth of the, the judge. Uh, now, I'm not sure what the booth judge did wrong. I'm not sure what's accomplished by breaking your racket on the bottom of the judge's seat. I mean, if anything, like I get you slash at his ankles, you're probably going to be suspended for tennis for the rest of your career, but at least you get to slash at the guy's ankles. Uh, I'm really not sure what is accomplished by hitting at the seat of where the guy sits other than probably getting yourself suspended. 
from a sport no one cares about anyway. So that was the runner-up. The real dumbass of the day goes to this lady who uh, made the newspapers, a U.S. House candidate who's sorry for... leaves you with a lot of questions. You're like, well, what, what was this lady doing at a sleepover? Why was it a problem that she was intoxicated while at this sleepover? So <clears throat> I'm going to read you some of the article. Oklahoma City AP, a U.S. House candidate in Oklahoma, has apologized after reports that she became intoxicated at a Valentine's Day uh, sleepover uh, for middle school age girls, berating several of the children and, and vomiting into a hamper. So this leads you with quite a few questions. Firstly, hilarious that you threw up into a hamper, uh, puking in places that you shouldn't. I got to give myself credit. I've not thrown up from drinking in a very long time. But even when I was uh, one of these fellers getting all blackout drunk, mostly high school, maybe a little bit in college, I really never threw up in inappropriate places. I always kind of wore that as a mark of pride. And there's nothing worse. Like, you got to throw up in a garbage can. Uh, even a sink is hilariously terrible. Because if you puke into a sink, that means someone's got to reach their hand into the sink to actually clear it out. Like a sink's funny because it's not the worst place. It's not like lifting up someone's couch like cushion and thinking that was a toilet and then puking onto the couch and putting a cushion on top. Like that's particularly flagrant or a lampshade. You think a lampshade's a garbage or, you know, that's always funny when people wake up and like they just like they just kind of start peeing in a place that doesn't make sense. Um, so in a hamper is probably not the worst place. I, I hope that they didn't then just go ahead and wash the stuff. Who knows what was in the hamper? I'd like to know that as well. Uh, but you do really have to wonder why was this lady at a sleepover for middle school aged girls? So that that's the first mistake she made. I don't understand why isn't it like, firstly, I don't even like going to things that are fun. If you call me up and like, hey, I'm going to go do this really fun thing. I got concert tickets. I'm like, ah, shit, do I do I really want to deal with parking, leaving my house, the bathrooms at the establishment? Like, do you know how much of a pedophile I'd have to be? Even if I was a pedophile, I'd be like, I don't want to go to this sleepover. I'm going to be around kids and then I'm going to be into them and then it's going to be weird. And that sounds like a bad idea. So right off the bat, I don't understand why is an adult. Unless it's your own kid. If you're the chaperone, maybe that makes sense. But otherwise, why are you going to a kid's sleepover party? Let's continue. Democrat AIB Broyles 32 told television station KFOR that she had an adverse reaction after drinking wine and taking sleep medications given to her by a friend. Uh, and that's a that's some hard partying for going to a, a girl's sleepover party. Like, dude, taking some sleeping pills if you don't know what they're going to do. Firstly, why are you going to a slumber party with kids and drinking? I mean, that's that like that, that's kind of nutty. And then going, ah, fuck it. Let's take these sleeping pills while we're here. Like, if you don't want to be there, then don't be there. If you need a sleeping pill to go to like, why are you at this thing? And that you're asking for trouble anywhere you go. If you're drinking and taking sleeping pills, you're going, let's get weird. All right. Instead of helping me sleep, I hallucinated. Broyes told the station and television in an interview. And I don't remember anything until I woke up and came to and I was throwing up in a hamper. Um, she said she was invited to the slumber party by a good friend from law school who is a mother of one of the girls. Once again, why are you trying to have sex with this other mother? Like, why are you going to a friend from law school's girls slumber party? All right. Last part of this uh, article. Parents and at least one of the girls who were at the sleepover told the online news outlet Nondoc, which first reported the story, that Broyles used profanity and berated several of the 12 and 13 year old girls at the party, commenting on one girl's acne and another's Hispanic ethnicity. 
It sounds like she hallucinated that she was back in middle school and she's like, I'm going to get these bitches so good. But then she had an adult brain for being mean. And the other kids are like, why are you going to make fun of me? Uh, so this is a clear winner. I mean, sometimes it's a stiff competition and we don't know who should take down the award of uh, dumbass of the day. But I think I, I, I think this is a, a clear winner. Uh, and also for all of you at home, uh, remember, always have some illegal sleeping pills on hand so that if you ever do anything terrible, terribly wrong, you can always blame it on sleeping pills. Um, didn't work for Roseanne. She's one of the few people that did not get away with it. Uh, but there was once a case with a Kennedy who like ran into someone in their car and got away with it. All right. That is it for today. Uh, look, I ended up milking the, our non-news day into 20 full minutes. So, you know, that's not bad. How do you like that for filling time? Michael, the middle bitch. Aha, bottom bitch is the top for some reason. I don't, oh, did I miss something? Are you getting your asshole filled, but you don't want it filled? If you need help, just let me know, Michael. We're, we're here to support the Run Your Mouth listeners. I'll make sure that it's a part of the next trucker rally that Michael and Dell protests whoever's plowing your asshole without your consent. And uh, I feel like that's as good of a time as any to call an episode. Thanks for joining us. That's it. Peace.